This is Great Disturbances, a Star Wars podcast. Each week, hosts Rich and Paul discuss Star Wars media, no matter what form it takes. Hey, Paul. (laughs) Hey, Rich. (laughs) Hey, so... Hey, Rich. Hi. (laughs) I... Hi, Paul. <laughs> hey, Rich. <laughs> so, so remember last week when we said we were going to read in some 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 Obi Wan Kenobi comics? I trust. I, I believe that you believe that. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I do. I do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So 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 we we were we read. It was it was it was the 2015 edition of Star Wars. We read issues 7, 15, 15, 20, 20, and then like the back back end of 37. Yeah, like the B-roll of 37. Yeah. Yeah. Just to kind of get a flavor for what they called in that series, the Journals of Ben Kenobi, Mm -hmm. which kind of details his time a little bit on... Tatooine mm-hmm. as the guardian of Luke, whether you know what's you know what I thought okay. Something that I thought was interesting about this right off the bat is that Owen was standoffish to Ben in that in the series, just like he was in that fan film, right? Like at yeah. the beginning of that yeah. fan film, he was like, yo, Obi-Wan, fuck off. Yeah. And he was basically doing the same thing to him in this, in these stories, right? Like, yeah, he was like, yeah. get the fuck off. I don't want you. And what, this is what I don't understand. Should, should we tell people like what the story is first? Like, like how that let's, works? Let's do, a, let's do a quick, let's do a quick of that. Okay. I think maybe, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, here's, here's what it is. There's not much story here. This is, this is the time between Luke being delivered to Owen mm-hmm. and a new hope right these stories are just kind of in that time frame right mostly when luke is like five six seven eight nine years old something like that yeah but he's he's a he's an elementary school age kid in these in these issues but really it, they're not they're not anchored to a specific point in time outside mm. of it yeah it's just you know a little slice of the time in between there yeah it gives yeah. you an idea of what he's doing. Now, Obi-Wan yeah. is doing stuff like trying to help the farmers. There's a drought on Tatooine. Yeah. More so than usual, I guess. It's like, yeah. 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 A drought in the desert. desert Imagine I can imagine that. <laughs> right. So he gets he gets like involved with like the the people that are trying to extort water from these farmers yeah. Yeah. for Jabba the Hut. And yeah. he's in bad with Jabba. Mm-hmm. And he ends up running afoul, uh, like that. Like Java hires a Wookie body or a Wookie bounty hunter to go after him, mm-hmm. and you know it, it kind of deals with all that. And yeah. and, they, and what I thought, I mean, what I found interesting, what I've always found interesting about this concept of Owen basically not liking Obi Wan, you know being involved or not wanting him involved and not wanting Luke trained and all that. Did, did Owen really know Anakin that well? I mean, the only thing you'd think he knows is that like Anakin shows up one day, buries Owen's stepmother, stepmother, I guess you could say. 
Yeah. Who I guess maybe maybe he knew her well. Yeah. Maybe he knew Shmi pretty well. Because it yeah. was because because between between okay, so here's here's some other timeline bits. Sometime between Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, Shmi gets married to Klee Lars. Right. Who is Owen's father, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Owen is alive then, right? Does he appear in Attack of the Clones? I don't you would you would think he's alive yes. then because he's pretty yeah. old. He's pretty young though. Yeah. He has a so, girlfriend. Baru is his girlfriend Baru. at the time. I think in Attack of the Clones, or is that at the oh, end? Oh no, 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 that's the end of that's at the end of that's at the end of Revenge of the Sith. I seem but to still, remember them but, but sitting still, around talking about Shmi and her death and all that. But you'd but you'd still you'd still like like I I have this in my head that that he he knew how great Shmi was as a person because she was a stepmom for a number of years. Right. Yeah. Before she died. And then so his his interaction with Anakin is basically Anakin shows up, brings back a corpse from the sand people. <laughs> that was his beloved stepmother. Right. Right. Anakin's mother, of course. And then Anakin fucks off mm-hmm. and like Owen doesn't know that Anakin became Darth Vader. Right. Right. Yeah. There's no, I mean, th- there's so no, way Owen thinks, Owen thinks Anakin is just dead. Right. So, so it, there's a line in here where I think it's in the second one where Owen comes to visit Obi-Wan and says, don't bring us parts. You fuck. Yeah. And he's like, <sighs> you've, you've gotten enough Skywalker's killed. And I think it's because he's, he's talking about Shmi and Anakin. Yeah. So, because but I like, think I think if any I think if there's anybody he has affection for, it's Shmi. Well, and then Luke later he, on, but Shmi at right. first. But I don't think he he doesn't really know Anakin at all. Anakin shows up, murders a town full of sand people, and fucks off. Right. But, but yeah. like, but like, here's here's my question then: Why is he connected to Luke in any way, shape, or form? He's not. He's got no real emotional connection to to anakin does he other than that they shared a mother which sounds weird that sounds gross it sounds different than what i intend that guys they don't they didn't like share a mother they like you know they they have so, a mother in common <laughs> so I'm, i guess i guess maybe if if he really loves me yeah and so he he could regard in some sense anakin as a stepbrother of his mm-hmm. or whatever yeah then then luke is like a step nephew and and he and Baru get Luke as an infant, like infant, infant. And it you kind of feel like Owen and Baru could not have kids of their own for whatever reason. Yeah. Because there's Luke is an only child. Right. right. Yeah. There's um, never any other kid involved. So so his so Owen's connection to Luke is like, this is my shot to have a son or a child, I think. Yeah. But I don't know that he necessarily feels I don't know whether he feels like it's a family thing or not hmm. in terms of, in terms of family lineage versus maybe a new lineage from Luke onto Luke's descendants, right. From whatever. Cause like in, I think in Owen's head, Owen's like, yeah. And someday I'll be at Luke's wedding and Luke will have some a desert child or two or whatever. And <laughs> you know, I'll be, I'll be desert grandpa to this child and, and on and on it goes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. 
Huh. Well, I, I guess my my whole reasoning for that that line of questioning or line of thought, I guess, is mm-hmm. that he seems so invested in in Luke. In Luke. Yeah. When Luke is to him really a stranger. Well, I mean, so so maybe, except Luke is Luke is essentially an adopted child of his. Right. I mean he is. Yeah, Luke suppose, is yeah. Luke is even Luke is younger than most adopted children are to adoptive parents. That's right? a, that's a really good point. Yeah. Because yeah. Luke is like a couple days old at most when Owen and Baru get him. Yeah. Right, dropped at the by the from the Jedi Stork or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the Jedi Stork, and that's that's a, can you imagine? That's probably a weird conversation. Like, hey, I'm bringing you this kid, FYI, it's Anakin Skywalker's kid. Anakin is dead. I am gonna go live in a hut over there <laughs> or like a cave thing or whatever you call my house, you know, right? right. I'm just gonna hang around. But you can think of me as a desert weirdo or whatever. That's fine. (laughs) But I'm just going to be around because like this kid is totally yours, but he's special and he might also not be yours or not. Not that he's not yours, but like he's special and I'm going to and I'm going to like because if so, here's the thing, too. The Mm. more I talk about this, the more I feel like Owen is is valid in thinking of Obi-Wan as a threat because the very reason Obi-Wan is there is because Luke is not just adopted son luke is like potentially something else too that's the reason why obi-wan is there is that luke is something else right yeah so owen could say this is my adopted son i love him as much as any parent loves a kid but there's also this this fucking jedi guy who might take him away at some point for god knows what reason since all those fucking wizards are dead now yeah. So like I can see I can see from Owen's perspective, like fuck you, Obi-Wan. <laughs> go go pound sand. Literally. Look 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 at all the sand there is to pound. Yes. Choose the pile Take, of it. Yeah. Go pound it. Take your yeah. pick. <laughs> Take your pick. There's lots of sand. <laughs> Might I suggest the sand over there? Go pound it. There's a I've pa- nice pile I've over pound, there. I've pounded it. It's good sand. <laughs> go pound it. <laughs> Don't tell Peru. I won't tell her. It's totally <laughs> fine. All desert men do it. Right. There's no reason to feel ashamed. <laughs> yeah. So, so. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. What are you going to say? Why? Why couldn't? Why did Obi Wan Kenobi just continue dressing in his Jedi stuff? Yeah. Uh, I'm con- I'm confused about that as well because he makes it a point to to point out. That he hasn't touched his lightsaber in like years, years, yeah. which sounds dirtier than it is. And <laughs> or maybe it is just as dirty as we're thinking. But he makes it a point to, to tell the reader that he's not done that because it will out him as a Jedi. But his Jedi robes won't out him as a Jedi. Yeah, like, I mean, I on one sense, I get that maybe most people haven't seen a Jedi, but also like just... Like, take on a character, man. Like, become, become, like, how easy would it be for a Jedi to turn into a, like, a dashing smuggler kind of guy? 
Right. right. Yeah. If you've got the force on you and you're a good pilot and you can kind of bend things to your favor a little bit, like mm-hmm. you could totally take on a different persona than like desert weirdo. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> or you could throw people totally off your scent. Yeah. Or if you're going to do desert weirdo, fucking lean into it because he's yeah. not that weird. He's just a guy that everybody talks weird about. That talks yeah. about like he's weird. Like if you're going to be desert weirdo, go to go to fucking Moss Eisley and like stand around trying to like sell weird shit to people right yeah. like be that guy do like do like the three card fucking Monty with the uh, with, you know be like that guy be that dude you know whatever right like dress weird dress, yeah yeah right dress yeah. weird do all that like there are better ways to hide who you are yeah than Obi-Wan's choice although Really, the idea is he's on a backwater planet that nobody really goes to, and that's how he kind of just disappears. Yeah. But the criticism, of course, is always he goes to Anakin Skywalker's homeworld. Anakin Skywalker's fucking homeworld. And stays near a kid named Skywalker. Who he yeah. gave to Anakin's fucking relatives, step-relatives. Like... If Vader had ever just been like, you know what? I wonder whatever happened to those guys <laughs> and like looked him up on like Facebook, right? And like found it, like saw a couple of pictures of Luke, been like, wow, that kid yeah. looks like that. Wait a minute. <laughs> That's a toe headed kid over there doing <laughs> space pod racing things or whatever. Yeah. He seems, of, he seems really good with a wrench in a T16. Yeah. What's with that? Kind of looks like, uh, kind of looks like Padme a little bit. Wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> uh, of course, of course, he'd be like in his brain. He'd be like, Padme was banging somebody on Tatooine. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Anakin, you are not that smart, dude. Damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So, I mean, that like that's my big problem with it is that like there's like you're like I get hiding in plain sight, but you are like you're you're like you're like don't look over here at this Jedi, this guy right here. Don't look at me. Get a little over that oh, way. So I'm gonna look for somebody oh, else. Yeah, it's not me. It. Not I didn't me. do it. Not me. Not a Jedi. Not Definitely a Jedi. Not a Jedi. Nope. No lightsabers here, guys. This is not a lightsaber. This is a vacuum cleaner right here. Yeah. This is my this is my desert masturbatory aid. <laughs> My space flashlight. My space flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> don't be I, I mean, me, I don't. I don't think you need me to demonstrate how this works, right? <laughs> uh, this is fine. He would. He would be right up a creek if if somebody was like, "Yeah, show yeah. me how it works. Show me how it works. Yeah, switch the switch the button on." <laughs> you you don't need to see my space flashlight. Yeah, there yeah. you go. How do how does Obi Wan pay for his life in the desert? It's. I'm sure he had like a like a Jedi Temple retirement plan. <laughs> See, that's what I wrote down. I wrote, "Is he is he still on the Jedi pension plan?" And <laughs> and like the Empire just didn't notice that they're sending him checks every week. Right, right, yeah, like, yeah, because the Empire took over that, right? Like it all just rolled, like it rolled into their retirement plan. Rolled, yeah. yeah, and like the the little the little Jedi flag on his on his <laughs> record got yeah. blown away, right? Because they weren't tracking. <laughs> So they just think that he's like this guy named Ben Kenobi was like a government attache of some kind, you know, <laughs> yeah. no relation to Obi-Wan yeah. Kenobi, you no. fabled Jedi. I just imagine like 
whatever that ship is that they escape in in Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. like it takes off from Coruscant and then a little letter comes floating down. It's like <laughs> it's like his paperwork to retire from the Jedi. Right. 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 And some government guy is like, well, I guess we gotta process this. <laughs> and he like he like processes it through the system, right? And it goes in and yeah. And he, now he's just getting pension checks from the government. Absolutely. For his retirement. Space I mean, maybe, social like, security. <laughs> like maybe the, maybe this maybe the Imperial like postal service is way better than any other government service <laughs> in, in the empire you know what i mean yeah, yeah like the like the postmaster the space postmaster knows it's <laughs> it's obi-wan kenobi but he's like secretly a jedi sympathizer right oh but yeah there the, you go but since the, the the space postal service is way better than the other services he can just like cover it up you know i i think that 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 is one possibility the other possibility is that like there's just so much bureaucracy in the empire that nobody even bothers to look at like where the checks it's being just sent completely rubber stamped every yeah. month or whatever. Like, yeah. It's all like, it's all like mechanized, right? Yeah. Like the checks yeah. are just like, you know, yeah. <laughs> some, yeah. some bean counter and freaking Imperial like accounting is like not, he doesn't care. He doesn't it's care. Like, it's like not even a rounding error in the like, <laughs> yeah in the space direct deposit account oh, right so it's oh just god. completely oh my god dude you figured it out that's what it is before before he left he actually set up the richard Pryor thing from superman 3 where it like collects <laughs> the extra change yeah yeah and that's just it's just been it's just been giving him money the whole time but he that's put and just like in just like in office space he put the decimal the wrong way the other way. So he's getting he's getting not enough, right? So yeah, he's like right. barely making it by. Yeah. So he can't afford more clothes, you know? <laughs> That's a he can only wear his Jedi robes. He's only got like six six sets of the same clothes from his Jedi days. Yeah. Right, right. Like he's Seth Brundle in the fly, right? Like fucking so he doesn't have to think about what he's wearing. He just puts on the next clothes that are on the rack, you know, like <laughs> whatever. Yeah, shit. That's funny. God damn fucking space bureaucracy man <laughs> okay so what did you think of the wookie bounty hunter situation like that whole like fight and all that like him saving owen and and all that like is that meant to imply that ben and owen are now kind have, of have an understanding have an understanding and, a little bit yeah like maybe smooth the rough edges of their relationship or something I don't know because in so in a new hope owen is like i don't know i think he i think he died you know or whatever right he's yeah he kind of he kind of throws luke off the scent a little bit right yeah. i don't know whether you're i don't know whether with retconning it over the years or whatever we're supposed to think that owen just doesn't want luke to go sniffing around there anymore or yeah. whether he believes that obi-wan did just fucking kick the bucket or whatever he hasn't seen him in years so but anyway so so with the, the bounty hunter guy like this is where this is where it has a tiny bit of the flavor of like too much stuff happens. So there, I mean, okay, look, it's already a fucking space fantasy thing, so I get it. But it, it also sometimes these things stretch credibility a little bit because, right? Like if you if you take the if you take the Star Wars films, especially the the original trilogy. You're like, wow, those are some, some amazing adventures those guys had. But right. then if you if you look at all the material that has been created in the intervening years 
of what they were all up to between those films, you would think that every single day they woke up, saved the galaxy, and then like had dinner every day. <laughs> yeah. Because they all do absurd things every single day. Right. Right. That that taken together are just like, come on. A little bit, a little bit unbelievable, right? right. Uh, even, even inside a totally unbelievable fiction world, anyway, right? Right. And yeah. this, this story verges just a little bit on that too for Obi Wan Kenobi because, like, a bounty hunter comes to him, is defeated by him. He clearly, he clearly reveals that he is a Jedi. Yeah. To this bounty hunter, the bounty hunter survives the encounter. Right. And yet nothing happens. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like he still gets to be living in the desert alone where nobody knows he's a Jedi. Right. Right. So there's, there's that. Yeah. I like in that case, I almost like the, some of these sand people stuff better because I feel like yeah. the sand people stuff is like a believable way for Obi-Wan to be still kind of getting his Jedi jollies to do mm. like good things. <laughs> you know, to do good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not, it doesn't involve like suspending even further your disbelief that he would do something crazy Jedi like that would reveal his Jedi ness to like everybody. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because there's that, there's that, the, the, the back end of 37, mm-hmm. which is just like, he just, you see his face once and that's pretty much, pretty much it in that story. And it was kind of a, it was kind of a weak story a little bit in terms of, anything actually happening but what it did for me was it's like like i can that's a that's a path the the like helping out sand people a little bit here and there while he's got one eye on he's got one eye on sand people and one eye on luke right like i can i can believe that yeah getting in getting in lightsaber fights with bounty hunters right who, who then survive but don't do anything like can you imagine what kind of fucking bounty there is on jedi yeah like yeah yes. come on Come on, Wookiee guy, bring your buddies back and take him down. Well, this guy, this, you know what I mean? Okay, but that Wookiee dude, that Wookiee bounty hunter is supposed to be like one of the most feared bounty hunters yeah, yeah. in the galaxy. Yeah. Why would he just ignore the fact that a Jedi is on Tatooine? Yeah. You know, now maybe they're going to address it again in the Kenobi miniseries. The yeah. TV series. I would imagine but, because they th- that character shows up in Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, he does. Yep. So yeah, the, the character is here to stay, right? right so right. Yeah. My I, I think that's my main concern with what they're gonna do with Kenobi. Now they've said that they we are it's common knowledge Hayden Christensen is going to be coming back as Darth Vader, which I kind of have a problem with. The not just thing, really? yeah, not just because of the nitpicky side of me that says, well, they didn't see each other again after Mustafar until Vader saw him on yeah. the Death Star. It, it, that's just canon, right? Mm. But, but setting that aside, if Vader interacts with Kenobi on Tatooine, then he knows where he is. Yeah. And knowing the threat that he poses does nothing about it. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to there's, me. There's, there's like, I'll definitely be watching the series with that in mind. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I man, I, I'm just concerned about it. I think if you're going to make an Obi-Wan 
miniseries and you're going to tell the story about what he's been doing in between the two, that's fine. But you've got to, you've got to keep him hidden from major characters. Like, I don't know the big bad from the original trilogy, you know, like, yeah, you yeah. can't just have him. You can't yet. Yeah, yeah. It's the same problem that you illustrated with the Wookiee, the Wookiee bounty hunter back. His name is black Kersantan. Yeah. <laughs> what a, what a hell of a name, man. That guy's. And he was, he's imposing looking too. He's huge. He's enormous. Yeah. Yeah. And he wears like trippy, like just, he wears like just the pauldron of armor. Right. You know what I mean? Like, which is, I always think like if Wookiees either I'm, I'm always like, okay, either Wookiees are really tough or they're not. Right. But like, you can't just wear the shoulder thingy of armor. Like that's just not how armor works. Right. You know, at that point, <laughs> like, you're just making a fashion statement. Guys. You're just not... at that point. You're just limiting your arms mobility. Right. Like, you just haven't done anything to protect yourself. It, Cause if the ref, if, if your fur is thick enough, it's like armor, then, yeah. then, then that's what it is. Right. Why even bother? Right? Why have a shoulder yeah. thingy? Yeah. 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 It's, it's, I don't know. I got, I was, I was a little shrug about the, the, the bounty hunter thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I like the idea of what was Ben doing while he was on Tatooine more than what they've given us so far. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I don't want to crap on it because I like Jason Aaron, the writer. I mm-hmm. like him as a writer. He's made some great stuff. I mean, he did a, he did a Vietnam war story called uh, the other side, which was absolutely fantastic. He did mm. a series called scalped, which was absolutely fantastic. He's done great stuff on the Avengers. I don't know if you've read any of that stuff. Yeah. Yep. I mean, but I would say this is probably his weakest stuff that I've read. Like I just, yeah. And I don't know if it's his, this, fault. this, this stuff has that same thinness yeah. to it that the other star Wars stuff has these days, yeah. you know, yeah. it's, a, it's like just, it's just a tiny bit. Like I was looking at like some of the, especially when that the, the second issue of the black Crescenton bit, like Luke flies in on the T-16 and catches Owen and yeah. whatever. It was like yeah. they, they crawled up their own buttholes about the art again and lost yes. sight of telling a story a little bit, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, you know, there's, there's like 24 pages, but I'm not sure not a lot actually happened here, right. you know? Yeah. And I, I don't know. I just, I got a little, I was just a little bit on the side of like, let's, let's like do something rather than just mm-hmm. draw something. I don't know. Yeah. I would rather I they I would rather they give us a, a good story that didn't tell us what Obi-Wan did in that period of time. You know what I mean? Like give yeah. us something else, but give us something good rather than give us something mediocre and tell a story that people might want to yeah. hear, you know? Like it, yeah. Yeah. Definitely it definitely has the Disney stain on it a little bit here. It does, doesn't it? And I hate to yeah. be that guy, right? Because I was kind Man, of excited when Disney I, bought Star Wars because the possibility but like so much of what they've put out has been subpar right yeah i don't know just i don't know Hmm. the totally separate thing at the end of the first issue issue seven yeah obi-wan kenobi says my name is obi-wan kenobi and i'm a jedi knight or something like that right yeah i think my name is blank is possibly the most common thing (laughs) <laughs> that 
that is said or narrated in comics. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like yeah. It, pick a character, pick like Peter Parker or something like that. Mm-hmm. I am, I am, I am standing on my grave certain mm-hmm. that Peter Parker said, my name is Peter Parker at least a dozen times. If not, not just, more. not just that, but I'll bet you, he said, I'm, my name is Peter Parker and I'm Spider-Man. Yeah. Right. Multiple like times, that's a, yeah. that's such a fucking trope. We yeah. need to retire the, my name is blah and I'm blah trope like it's done it's yeah, done it really is you know yeah second question yeah why is anybody on tatooine i have no Just clue man at all I you know have no idea because like like think think to dune dune has a reason yeah dune has a spice totally good mm-hmm. yep tatooine like what is what is the reason to be on tatooine i don't know uh, okay well all right my theory is that it houses the biggest spaceport in the region like in the area of the galaxy in that outer rim area mm-hmm. and the reason that i came up with that is that i grew up near dover air force base which is you know delaware is just like a nowhere land right like nobody cares about delaware but dover air force base is the largest the big fucking deal yeah it's like the largest transport air base on the eastern seaboard mm-hmm. so like that's that's how i have to imagine like moss eisley you know right and that's why people are there they're there because of moss eisley and like you know there's just a bunch of other because people, like, because of like around, you know? cargo changing hands and pilots picking up freight and stuff like that yeah that's basically why there's an economy on on tatooine is just that that's got which be. which makes some sense then if that yeah yeah i can totally see that okay i have now inserted that into my head cannon <laughs> and so that's why anybody's on tatooine at all Tatooine or um, uh, Mos Eisley is the Dover Air Force Base of Mos Eisley Dover is Dover Air Force Base. Yep. Like totally, totally reasonable and widely applicable analogy. <laughs> <laughs> Say that to anybody in the world and they'll be like, oh, now I understand. Totally. Mos Eisley is Dover Air Force Base. The beauty of that is like six people are going to know what the fuck I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> They'll be like, what? <laughs> I, I misspoke. They're no longer the biggest biggest transport section, but they are the they are the morgue. They're the biggest morgue. So any any fallen soldiers come through Dover Air Force Base. Dover? That's like okay. yeah, that's like oh. the big morgue there. Jeez, so, that's like yeah, it's a it's a great a, yeah, that's a great it's a nice it's badge to wear on your arm, you know. <laughs> they still have a lot of the C five. I don't know. I I, okay. I know that they've started to transit transit over to like C seventeens, but I think there are still some C fives out in the world, okay. still still operating. But I know I man, I don't know. Maybe they retired them. I don't think C fives are retired yet, but like no? okay. It's been so long since I've been near an airbase yeah. that I just I'm so out of touch with it. I'm so yeah. out of touch with it. I know that when I when I the last time I was there, they were transitioning some stuff over to like c17s okay okay which was like the newest greatest but still not yeah. as big as the c5s those things yeah. are huge have you ever yeah. seen one of them I've, I've gotten to see Holy a crap. couple of them at air shows and stuff like that and you're like wow that's a <laughs> big fucking thing <laughs> yeah think of how big you think this yeah. plane is and it's twice that size yeah like you can fit multiple buses on top of one another inside yeah. this thing yeah. side by side and on top of each yeah. other yeah 
helicopters. You can transport entire helicopters in this thing. Yeah. The the C five is fucking huge. It would be the equivalent of like that that the that that extra sized star destroyer, the one that they that they that they hyperspaced, oh, yeah. right? That like just equivalent, like within within like the the realm of like okay, so these ships are big. This one's yeah. bigger, you know. This <laughs> like, one's the big of big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. That's- Good, uh, good digression, everyone. Great, yeah, great yeah. Job. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Glad we could talk about Space C5. Great, great content. <laughs> yeah, real, real juicy for subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be like, wait a minute, what the fuck did this just turn into? What is, what is even happening here? <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I don't really have much else to talk about with this. No, Honestly, I don't either. It, there's so little to talk about. Other there's, than those questions, that I had. there, there are other Obi Wan comics okay out there right didn't we found more oh there's I, some pre- oh there's prequel era stuff prequel era stuff yeah okay yeah which i mean if we want to do prequel era stuff did we ever do phantom menace i don't think we ever did that i don't know i don't think we did yeah i mean that would we be... also we also didn't do Ridge of the Sith either no we didn't did we we just did so... attack of the clowns <laughs> attack of the clowns he says perfect perfect yeah we've done all of with guys so we've done the only, we haven't done empire and we haven't done phantom menace and we haven't done revenge of the sith yeah but we did a new hope and we did jedi and we did the entire sequel trilogy along with like i was looking at our at our list of what we've done we did we did the sequel trilogy but we also did like how we would fix the sequel trilogy right i think didn't we do did we do how we would fix Attack of the Clones? We might have done that. I'm not sure. No, we didn't. We didn't. didn't do okay. That. No, that was. Well, I mean, on. but I mean, but I mean, in within that episode, though, did we do that within the episode? I don't think so. Okay. Did we? Okay. I don't know. I'll have to go back and listen to it. That was like one yeah. of our first episodes. Like, like episode yeah. three or something like that. Yowzers. Yeah. That was back when eons boy, ago. <laughs> eons ago. Back when boy, we had like a, two Jeffs of the multiverse. We're, we're just a couple of. We're just a couple old fat guys who didn't know what we were talking about. <laughs> like now, like we do like now. now right? Like yeah. like which is different than now somehow. Yeah. <laughs> totally different. Okay. Well so where where do we want to go then? What do we want to do? So do we want to stay with Obi-Wan or do we wanna because I mean there's legends Obi-Wan stuff. Comics wise? I think so, yeah. Let's see if we can get some of that. See if we can find some legends, Obi Wan comics that we can get to. Yeah, yeah. If we can do that, I would. I'm. That's my first preference because I still want to. I still kind of feel like something with Obi Wan is still worthwhile to sort of be in the zone for. Yeah, definitely. So let's let's do a hunt for that, and if we can't do that, we can always do. Phantom Menace, because that's got Obi Wan there too, right? And the young Obi Wan, relatively young, yeah, Obi-Wan. relatively speaking, young. Okay, so next week then will either be Obi Wan Legends comics or Attack of the Clones, Menace. Phantom Menace. Yeah, shit. Oh man, Oof. Oof. I feel like that one's got uh, there's it's weighing on me. I know, I know that I know I knew that we were going to tackle it at some point. Yeah. It's going to just be a bitch fest. 
lot of bitching needs to happen there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, we could do, even if we didn't do the How Do You Fix Attack of the Clones, we could do How Do You Fix the Phantom Menace within that episode, too, if we needed to. <laughs> so, yeah. So maybe, maybe some good will come of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Well, then I say, I say the yay, and we are hereby blessed and complete. <laughs> Let us let us adjourn, gavel gavel, and so on. Jeffs of the multiverse, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to Great Disturbances. If you enjoyed our show, please leave us a review on iTunes, Podbean, or any of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on Facebook by searching for at Great Disturbances and on Twitter at G Disturbances. See you later.